This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. What is going on, beautiful people? Welcome to another episode of The Narcissist Code. I'm your favorite self-aware narcissist, Mr. Lee Hammock, better known as Mental Illness, across all social media platforms. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice, I'm a diagnosed narcissist. And I use my platform on social media to raise awareness for narcissistic personality disorder, get more people into therapy, and also validate the victims, survivors, and thrivers of said disorder, said toxic traits, said toxic people. Um, today's episode is going to be about first dates, getting to know a narcissistic person, dating after toxic relationship, dating after narcissistic abuse, all those good things balled up into one special ball, y'all. So first dates with a narcissist. I know, I know the, the general, the general consensus, um, when you're dealing with narcissistic people, uh, is that they're going to make everything about themselves. It is. That's, that's, that's the general consensus. Like one red flag, if you're dealing with a narcissistic person, is if you go on a first date with them or you get into know them or whatever, and all they do is talk about themselves. They make everything about them. They're just so egotistical. You can fit, you can, the ego, you can feel the ego. You can see their ego just massaging their shoulders as they talk about themselves. The ego, they, their ego is like patting them on the back. Their ego is like a, literally a manifestation. You know, or the ego is like a little devil whispering in their ear. Just like, tell them about how you graduated from college in three and a half years instead of four. Tell them about your GPA, how you was top five in the class. Hey, tell them how fast you are. You know, show them how high you can jump. You know, do stuff like that. The, the ego, the little devil sitting on their shoulder telling them this stuff. Um, yeah, is that true? Yeah, it, that could very well be true on most first, a lot of first dates with narcissistic people. Like, they're going to talk about themselves. They're going to make everything about themselves, show you off their accomplishments, you know, puff, puff their chest out, male, female, whomever. You know, they're going to puff their chest out. They're going to make you, they're, they're going to just try to impress you and make it all about them, egocentric. You know, you might not, you might not, you might, robot, slow down. You might not even get a word in, you know what I mean? But the other side of the thing is like first dates with people like me, like narcissistic, like the covert narcissistic type of person, the introverted narcissist. The introverted narcissist exists, y'all. Well, I think everybody thinks narcissists have to be this malignant type, but they're just outgoing, loud, boisterous people. One of my good friends is like that, but I'm not like that. We're both narcissistic people, but we go about, we have the same goals, but we just go about, go about them differently. We just go about, we go about uh, achieving these goals differently. So while he's loud and boisterous and talks about himself, me, I'm quiet, charming, makes you laugh, and I just want to—I just want to know about all about you. You don't know it, so I'm gonna do the opposite. I'm not gonna talk about myself. You know, you, we might leave this first date. You might be enamored with me. You might just be like, you might be, you might be floating on cloud nine. You mean, you might be floating on cloud nine, just thinking about the cheeks or whatever. But like. <laughs> I'm just sorry. I had to, I had to squeeze that in there. Um, you might be floating on cloud nine. You don't think about anything else. But the, oh, he just listened to me. He just let me. Talk. He didn't, he let me do all the talking. He's so understanding. He's just such a listener. He gets such a listening ear. Rabble, rabble, rabble. And like some narcissistic people want to know all about you. Information gathering. That's how they love bomb you. Uh, the malignant, loud, boisterous, narcissistic people. They're going to love bomb you with the the just general stuff. They're going to give you the overtop stuff that most people that most people will like. They're going to use money. They're going to, they're going to be loud and take take you out. There. They're going to do the stuff that most people want to like. They, they're going to do, do the broad range of stuff to make you happy. Give you money. Give you big gifts and stuff like that. They're going to do things like that to to win to sweep you off your feet. 
just to show you. That's the yeah, this stuff everybody does. The covert narcissist, the person like myself, we're gonna do it. We're gonna love bomb you, but we're gonna do love bomb you based on what you just told us. Special little small gestures, small grand gestures. It's still a grand gesture. It's just small and it's unique to you. It's unique to you. So instead of giving you like most most women like what red roses, instead of giving you, you know. A, a four dozen, five dozen red roses, which is a general, a general thing. I know your favorite color is pink. So guess what? You get pink roses. This is just this nice little touch. You just don't give people the general things. You give pink roses. You do the nice thing because I'm listening to you. You've given me the blueprint to love by me. That's why I tell people when you're on your first date, when you get to know somebody, make them earn your information. Yeah, you can share things with them, but make them earn it. Make them earn it. You can give them the baseline normal stuff, but make sure like if you're getting, if you're giving them deep answers about your past and your history, y'all just connecting on a crazy level, make sure they are giving you, they're reciprocating in information. Make sure they're not, they're not just focusing on you and not sharing things with, they're not sharing information with you. Because I think a lot of people get caught up in that right there. You, you'll see these situations, you'll see these circumstances and things like that, and you'll get caught up trying to make like, you, you, oh, they just talked about, they just listened to me the whole time. I just never had anybody to be able to just listen to me like that. Woof. Especially, and especially, y'all, especially, you're especially susceptible to that, vulnerable to that, if you get out of a toxic relationship. That's what I tell people to take your time. Take it slow. You know what I mean? Take things slow. I know fast love is good love and hot and it's hot and ready like a little Caesar's pizza, but fast love is not always good love, y'all. Fast love, look, just like a little Caesar's pizza. Fast love goes bad quickly. Oof. That's a, look, y'all, yeah, I'll be coming up with, hey, hey, fast love goes bad quickly. Fast love, uh, fast love spoils quick. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fast. I'm writing this down, y'all. Fast. Love. Spoils. I love y'all. See? See, I I, I, I love y'all. Because like, when I'm talking to y'all, I get these analogies. These are top, off the top of my head. You know what I mean? These are literally off the top of my head. I think who I met. I, I met, um, I don't know if you're going to listen to this. I met, I met uh, Jala. In, uh, <laughs> I, know, Jala. I met her in person. I talk just like this in person. You know that. I talk just like this in person. Just like I'm just coming off the top of my head saying silliness and being jokey. Being jokey jokey. You know what I mean? So they understand this, um, but this is how I am in real life. I, I tell you, I just come off the top of my head. But enough, look, enough about me. <laughs> Let's talk about you. Tell me more about you. <laughs> tell me more about you. Enough about me. <laughs> tell me more about you. Let me let me get to know you. I want to know you from a deeper level. What color is your soul? What do you mean? What color is my soul? What color is your soul? I feel like your soul is blue, and blue souls are like the ocean and. The ocean nourishes the world and keeps the world wet, doesn't it? And then y'all just, y'all don't even know what the hell he's talking about. Y'all just be just enamored because he just come, come, said you have a blue soul. Listen, y'all. Don't just say it. Take your time. Especially if, when you get out of a toxic relationship, you could be vulnerable to somebody else more toxic or just as equally a toxic, just as equally as toxic or different toxicity. Imagine you just, you, you've been, you've been married to my, like I said, 
not this this wouldn't happen in real life because I don't do that type. Just mess with my homies ex. Nope. Um, but just imagine in real life this scenario: my homeboy or my my friend who's a malignant narcissistic person, right? Let's just say his his girlfriend, him and his girlfriend break up. She's dealt with a malignant, a malignant, loud, boisterous narcissist. The first person she meets after breaking up is me. I'm the totally opposite of him, but we're exactly the same at the same time. I'm the totally opposite, but we both say we're both narcissists. So she meets me. I present myself differently, and she gets into another type of relationship because I charmed her and I did things differently to him. That's why I tell people to slow down. But Lee, how do we how do we draw them out? Tell us how to draw them out. Tell us, Lee. You ain't telling us. Calm, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. I got you. Say no to him. The word no will help reveal things about people that you would you would never know otherwise. If you're a yes, a, a person that says yes to everything, then buckle up, buckle up. You can be, you gonna end up being unhappy. Go watch the Yes Man with Jim Carrey. He was having fun at first saying yes to everything, but then he started saying yes to the shit that he didn't want to do. And uh, Zoe Deschanel, she was like, you, you ain't really, hey, you hesitated. You want to say, you want to do this, did you? She's like, he's like, yes, 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 say no, say no. Learn to say no, y'all. Learn to say no. Learn to take your time. Set a boundary. You know, put things on your time schedule. If you feel like you're moving too fast. You might be moving too fast. Slow it down. If you feel like you're moving too fast, tap the brakes. Tap the brakes. See what they say. Just tap the brakes. Hey, hey, I think we're moving too, a little too fast. Can we slow down a little bit? If they push back on you and make you feel guilty about wanting to slow down, that's a red flag. If they just, oh, if oh, I, I thought you liked me. I thought we liked each other. Well, I, I guess I'll go find somebody else that, that'll, that'll move fast with me. That's a red flag, y'all. Those are red flags. If you feel like they're isolating you away from your friends, if, if they're taking up, look, this is going to sound weird, y'all. But this is also could be a red flag. If it's taking up too much of your time, if they're taking up too much of your time. That's a red flag right there. To me, in my mind, that's a red flag because if they're if they're enveloping all of your time, like you don't have any time to do anything else. Like you supposed to be going to school. They want they want to be on the phone with you while you're at school. They want to Facetime you while you sleep. That shit weird, y'all. I know y'all think it's sweet and just it's just Disney movie stuff. That's weird. It is. Hey, can you Facetime me? Let's go to sleep. Facetime each other. Then y'all just sleep on Facetime. And yet you wake up and they, you wake up and they're looking in the, in the camera like this. You like, oh, what are you doing? Like, I'll just make oh, I'll make sure with nobody else over there. If they have, if they start having problems with you having friends of the opposite sex or the same sex, if y'all, you know, if you're part of the LGBTQIA community, you know, if they ha- start having problems, start to isolate you away from your friends because they're jealous. Red flag, y'all. Hey, my best friend's a guy. Oof. How you feel about that? They might pretend to be okay with it. But again, they're going to start a slide between your relationship. I'm just telling you, if they if they take it up all of your time, if they don't give you time to breathe, they're trying to love bomb you. If you can't, if you don't have time to actually open your mouth and breathe, you're being love bombed. Like, damn, this person is overbearing. They just won't let me. They, they, I don't have any time to myself. You're probably being love bombed because they feel like if they take up all of your time, you you can't spend it with anybody else. No, what they what they call it today's society, the, the city boys and the city girls, they call it applying pressure. You mean? They, they're applying pressure taking you to, they want to take you off the market you want to be taken off the market right unless you're a city boy city girl but yeah you have to take some time y'all take your time it's your time it's your life y'all you have the ability to tap the brakes you absolutely do so tap the brakes be careful with these people out here I'm just telling you I'm just look I'm just trying to keep it hot with you if you want me to keep it hot with you I'll keep it cold with you whatever you want you know <laughs> Anyway, y'all, let me hop off this thing real quick. I got some 101 starting here in the next uh, four minutes. So, thank y'all for tuning in. Austin, Texas, October 15th. Toronto, Canada is November the 19th. This is 2022, y'all. If y'all seen this, movie, this video later on, you missed it.
Time for the next one. Um, but like the brand is here as well. The I love me, the self love brand is here. I'm worthy. I'm strong. I'm fearless. I'm correct. Uh, yeah, it's all coming up soon. Anyways, y'all, link is in the description of everything. Thank you for tuning in to another episode. I really truly appreciate every single one of y'all. Thank you. Thank you. Mental illness is out. Peace. Boom.